to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. In honor of the Oscars of 2023, we're going to go back in time for the third time and do 25 years earlier to take a look at the 1998 Oscars, which would be movies from 1997. And look, let me tell you, this was a pretty weak year in terms of movies, actors, actresses that were chosen, especially compared to the 10th anniversary, the one we did in 2013 and the one we did in 2008. Uh, this one is is woefully bad, so let's just, let's just get to it. So let's start with the acting category, shall we? So we have... Best Supporting Actress, Kim Basinger for L.A. Confidential, Joan Cusack for in and out Minnie Driver for Goodwill Hunting, Julianne Moore for Boogie Nights, Gloria Stewart for Titanic. And the winner of that was Kim Basinger, L.A. Confidential. Now, in all disclosure, I have not seen that movie. It is a Curtis Hansen movie that that is fallen through the cracks for me and I could, I, you know, May gives me a hard time about it because I know it's got young Russell Crowe and it's got Guy Pierce and it's it's a well respected movie so I can't I can't respond to that I can't respond to the Goodwill Hunting because there's going to be a lot of Goodwill Hunting in this episode and we know that movies I love number one was on Goodwill Hunting Mini Driver does not deserve an Academy Award nomination for her performance no way Gloria Stewart for Titanic uh, no way. Look, she's on it for five minutes. This is one of those things where it's just kind of like, let's just give it to her. And because uh, she's old and she's been acting in Hollywood for a long time. With the regards to the other ones here, Joan Cusack, I think, is a fine comedic actress. She's in so many of her brother's movies. John Cusack, In and Out is that movie about him coming out. I, I, it is one of those rare times where you see a comedic performance get an award uh, nomination and here I, no she's 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 fine but not academy award caliber the one that blows my mind and in retrospect would win this hands down would be julianne moore for boogie nights now may does not like paul thomas anderson movies i love boogie nights i think it's amazing especially that that is essentially his, his first real work and it's just amazing. The acting the acting performances in that movie is amazing. Just everything. is It's an amazing movie. Like, I understand it's not everyone's cup of tea. But Julianne Moore, playing the, the coked up Amber Waves, is amazing in that. And in retrospect, easily should have won this Academy Award. And this is why we revisit these things. Because lots of times with time, you see which of these movies is more iconic. Which of these movies is more rewatchable. Which, which of these movies holds up. In this performance holds up better than the other five best supporting actor we have robin williams goodwill hunting robert forrester for jackie brown anthony hopkins for amistad greg kinnear for as good as it gets burt reynolds for boogie nights now this one i find interesting so i would throw out hopkins because hopkins is just pulling hopkins and amistad perfect perfectly serviceable spielberg movie about um 
about slavery, antebellum slavery. It's it's the boat that is taken in. It's got slaves, and he plays John Quincy Adams. McConaughey's in this. It's a perfectly fine movie. Kinnear, Kinnear, my God, such an overrated actor. There's no reason why anybody from as good as it gets should have gotten an Academy Award nominated. This movie is so overrated. It's laughable. So let's throw him out. Robert Forster for Jackie Brown, man. That's a, it, look, Tarantino to me, I, I'm going to do an episode on Tarantino because I do think that there, I know this is such an unpopular opinion, but I do think he's overrated. But Jackie Brown's a good movie. I think Forster does a good job. But to me, I mean, look, Burt Reynolds and Boogie Nights, Robin Williams, Good Will Hunting, both of these are very good roles. And Burt Reynolds, to my memory, never got an Academy Award. And this was his last hurrah, of course. And he's amazing as Jack Horner, the guy who kind of runs the, the porn. He's like the father figure of everybody. He's great in this, but as much as I think he's great in this, I'd still give it to Robin Williams. That is my Goodwill hunting bias. Say what you want about it, but I think it's not your fault. It's not your fault. His great monologue at the bench. I mean, he's just great in this movie. I mean, he's well-beloved, and it's sad. May you rest in peace. How you brought so much laughter uh, to people. It's very sad. Let's look at best screenplays before we go to the men. Best screenplay written directly for the screen. So this is going to be Goodwill Hunting by Damon and Affleck, allegedly. As Good As It Gets by James L. Brooks. Boogie Nights by Paul Thomas Anderson. Deconstructing Harry by Woody Allen. Full Monty by Simon Bufoy. Let's throw out Full Monty and Deconstructing Harry. They shouldn't. It's not even close consideration. P.T. Anderson. And let's throw out As Good As It Gets because that movie is horrifically bad and overrated. P.T. Anderson, Boogie Nights, man. No, I'll still give it to Damon and Affleck because, I mean, look, they're young. They wrote this. We talked about in the back, the backstory of Goodwill Hunting. They're very young when Damon first came up with this. Oh, I'm sorry, Affleck was the one who first came up with it. No, 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 it was Damon. My apologies. Damon was the first one who came up with it. He's reading it, writing the original one with his girlfriend at the time, Skylar, which is, of course, the same name as the Mini Driver character. And given the way it is written, I would still give it to them. But uh, number two would be Boogie Nights, very close. Best screenplay based on previously done stuff. LA Confidential, Donnie Brasco, The Sweet Hereafter, Wag the Dog, Wings of a Dove. Wings of the Dove. Oh, I remember, it's been some time since I've seen that. That was adapted by Henry James' novel. That's the Helena Bottom Carter movie. I do like that movie. I really don't have a lot of hot takes on this. LA Confidential ended up winning this. And if I didn't mention before, Goodwill Hunting, Damon and Affleck won it for uh, the screenplay there. And I just say allegedly because there was always that theory that William Goldman or somebody else wrote it because uh, it was too good and that they were too young to write such a great thing. And, and Goldman came out and said it's laughable um, that that he the idea of him of of him writing it. Um, I really don't have a take on the Sweet Thereafter. Hereafter. I don't remember that movie. I've seen the other four. And LA Confidential ended up winning, and I just don't have an opinion on this one, to be honest. Let's go to actors. Best supporting actor, we already did. Let's go best lead actress. Helen Hunt, as good as it gets. Let's take I a wanted break. to let you know about the other feeds that we have here at the Eclectico Gregorio channel. We have The Awakened Man, which has been around since the spring of 2017, which mostly focuses on having men and women reach their full potential by knowing about toxins in the food, big pharma cover-ups and ways to biohack your life 
We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which is a channel that originally started as an essential oils channel. And there's about 65 essential oils that are broken down over there. And then more recently, about two years ago, I just pivoted and made it more about female holistic health and naturopathic health because I'm a big proponent of let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And lastly, we have the Confessions of an Obese Child feed, which I started in January 2017, which chronicles what it's like to be an overweight child. I was an overweight child and I lost over 100 pounds and kept it off for 30 plus years. So it's a channel, like if you have disordered eating or had a dysfunctional childhood, how to deal with that, how to how to function with that, and also discusses and I interview various people that have a similar background of dysfunctional childhood, binge eating, binge drinking, and how to deal with that. And there's a lot of great interviews over there. So those are the three other feeds at the Eclectico Gregorio channel. Now let's get back to the show. So as I mentioned, Helen Hunt's Helen Hunt is good as it gets. Helena Bonham Carter, Wings of a Dove. I didn't even remember her getting a nomination for this. Julie Christie for Afterglow. Judy Dench for Mrs. Brown. Kate Winslet for Titanic. Man, I remember this time in Nadia, I was furious that my girl Kate whines a lot, as James Cameron called her on the set. Kate whines a lot, didn't get it. Um, I think it's great. You know, it's one of many nominations that Winslet's going to get. And I think... To be honest, she already got nominated for Sense and Sensibility, if I'm not mistaken, a couple years beforehand. Judy Dench is great in Mrs. Brown. That's her relationship with her manservant butler that helped her recover after the death of her husband, Prince Albert. Julie Christie, classic actress. I never saw Afterglow, so I can't comment on that. Helena Bonham Carter, Wings of a Dove's great. Helen Hunt, as good as it gets. It, it is still mind-boggling to this day how Helen Hunt got movie roles. She is, I mean, I jokingly say in The Emperor Has No Clothes that these people have no clothes, but normally in most of those episodes, I'll say that they have some talent or some pocket where they're really good. Helen Hunt is Helen Hunt in every movie. She has no range, and she'd just be on Mad About You. And on Mad About You, she was bad in that. Somehow she was the Academy Award. I mean, God, if they were to redo this Academy Award, no one from this movie would have gotten nominated much less win so she wins for that who should have gotten this you know look you see a couple years later they give the Academy Award for Best Actress to um, to Gwyneth Paltrow for Shakespeare in Love so they do have a history of giving it to younger women whereas normally with the men they give it to older older men established men um, I wouldn't have a problem with Kate Winslet getting it or honestly Helena Bonham Carter because I think they both do a great job and um, yeah, so just anybody but Helen Hunt. Best lead actor, Jack Nicholson as good as it gets, Matt Damon for Goodwill Hunting, Robert Duvall for The Apostle, Peter Fonda for Yulee's Gold, Dustin Hoffman for Wag the Dog. Now, Wag the Dog was a serviceable movie. Nobody should have been nominated for that. Yulee's Gold, I don't remember that. It's Peter Fonda. I, I, I don't think I ever saw that movie. Robert Duvall and The Apostle, he's amazing in that. That's a great movie. Matt Damon, Goodwill Hunting, clearly, I think he should win this. And Jack Nicholson, as good as it gets. Look, Nicholson is an overrated actor in general, but old Nicholson, so anything like past, I don't know, mid-80s, Terms of Endearment, is just he's just coasting on his classic charisma. And I don't think he does anything special in this movie at all. So who would I give this now, 25 years later? You know, I want to say I want to say Damon, but Robert Duvall is great. So I'd probably get to Duvall and then Matt Damon. Uh, it's Bet Director. 
You got James Cameron, Titanic, Peter Cazenea for The Full Monty, Gus Van Zandt, Good Will Hunting, Curtis Hansen, L.A. Confidential, Edom Egoyan for The Sweet Hereafter. This one's tough because we really haven't had the Titanic discussion. We just brought up how, um, how Winslet got nominated. And let's go back. Should have DiCaprio taken one of these spots? I would not have had a problem giving DiCaprio Peter Fonda's slot or Dustin Hoffman's slot. He's great in that movie, but you know, way too young. But you could have given him definitely a nomination, because um, you know, I mean, let's be real. Like DiCaprio in that movie is probably twenty-five, but he looks like he's fourteen. They they never look like they were meant to be together. Winslet, Winslet looks like a woman. DiCaprio looks prepubescent. Um, I can't respond to Adam McGoyan. I haven't seen the suite hereafter, and Curtis Hanson, LAF Confidential. I can't really respond. I've seen the other three. Gus Van Sant, Goodwill Hunting doesn't deserve it. Look, so the Titanic discussion. Cameron is iconic. We've talked about him here before uh, in movies I love. Aliens, that's number two. So I do have a Cameron discussion there. I think I would just give it to him because this movie was expected to be a gigantic flop. There were a lot of reports from the set that this movie was tanking. You know, it was taking forever to film it. And the fact that he was able to overcome that and it became the greatest grossing movie of all time until Avatar, and it racked up tons of Academy Awards in this uh, Academy Awards. You know, most of them were below the line, but still, the fact that it was so successful, and I would just give it to him because of. I mean, say what you want about the hackneyed romantic plot line, which I don't think is that good. Say what you want about that. But just the way he was able to film the sinking of it and all that, I think for that reason, Cameron does deserve it. And I think, of course, he's a complete narcissist because this is when he said, you know, I'm king of the world, all that nonsense, which he legitimately probably thinks he is the king of the world. Best picture. Titanic, As Good As It Gets, Full Monty, Good Will Hunting, LA Confidential. See, this is what I'm talking about. I think this was a very weak year in movies. And I just think that there are better choices that could have been chosen for this year. So who would I give this movie to? Look, I, I, I think it's woeful that I am... I never saw uh, LA Confidential, but I know it was well received. And that film noir classic, so I can't really comment. Full Monty was fine. I mean, there's nothing that should deserve it to get Best Picture nominee. Uh, and of course, I would throw out As Good as It Gets. Look, it's not like I'm not a fan of James L. Brooks's works. It's just I think this movie. I mean, there's it's just it's a, it's a TV movie. Like I should find it on 1982 on ABC Movie of the Week on a Sunday night. To be honest. Nothing special about it. So Titanic, Goodwill Hunting. Ooh. Or LA Confidential, but I can't really comment on that. Look, again, I would probably give it, I mean, as much as I love Goodwill Hunting, I'd probably give it to Titanic. I just, it just, I mean, the, the on every level, it it's checkmarked, right? Greatest mo- movie of all time. Super launched the career, both Winslet and DiCaprio. Uh, Celine Dion. I mean, if, I remember, because that was 20... Or at the time, that movie took over the world all through 98. I think it was like the top grossing movie for like six months in 1998 because it was released late in 97. People would go watch it over and over and over. I mean, it was part of the zeitgeist. So I think not just that, but just the fact that, I mean, it is a directorial um, just skill that he pulled that off. And I think for that reason, it does deserve to win Best Picture. 
guys i'll post something over at the cinema rag regarding this and you can give me your take as to whether or not you think you agree or disagree with me until next time take care god bless and pray thanks for listening to the cinema rag please post an honest review on apple spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation lastly follow the rag today until next time